Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Glad you're here for another week. I have one of my dear, dear friends, Elaine Callahan, to talk about her amazing, amazing work about scientific hand analysis. When I heard uh, several years ago that this is what she does, I was blown away. I thought, oh my God, I got to get a reading. And I think we talked uh, perhaps, I think it was like three or four years ago. And the reading that she gave me, I had to to do all this stuff. And y'all, she's going to explain to you how you do it because it's really, really cool. And uh, and then the, the stuff that she told me was just insane, insane. It was so, so cool. So today, uh, Elaine's going to talk about how scientific hand analysis can help you uncover your blocks to success. And, and what's cool is that uh, there really is a roadmap in your hands that can help you uncover your blocks to success, your hidden talents, your strengths, how you love, and so much more. So today, we're going to talk about all of that, like what actually scientific hand analysis is, because it kind of really is scientific, and what you can learn about your unique design through having a a hand session. So a little bit about Elaine. Elaine Callahan is a scientific hand analyst, uh, an intuitive, a coach, and she specializes in working with high-achieving women who are empaths, and they just may not know it. Uh, And these things, the empathic part, just may actually be blocking them from success. She's also a graphic designer and one of the most talented artists I've ever met. Seriously, y'all, she paints stuff. It's so real. It's the coolest thing. She's also written a book. We're going to talk about everything. So I'm just so lucky I have her for this hour. Elaine, welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to have you. Janice, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh yeah. So let's let's dig right in. How did you get into this? Because this is you just don't fall into it. How do you how did you get into this? What's the story? Okay, so I have always been a creative person, came out of the womb that way. I've, you know, been doing design for years. I still do it. I still love it. Uh, but I in 2010, I got this email from this very respected business coach, and I'm doing air quotes around respected, <laughs> because I was such in the closet about being woo-woo, so she qualified things, but in this email it said, by having your fingerprint patterns identified, you could learn what your life purpose was on a soul level, and I was like, what, what is she talking about? <laughs> so you know I had to click on the link, sure. and I clicked on the link, and I checked out this woman's information, and I ended up having my first hand session, and I would go to this woman's event, her name is Beth Davis, I would go every year, um, and if I thought I could trust you, I would be like, let me see your hands, because I had no intent, I had this huge resistance to ever officially studying it, or offering it as a service, it was going to be something like, safe that you know I, I like you I would be like let me look at your hands but anyone else no uh-huh so I had this huge resistance and then um things changed 
And in uh, 2015, I had this experience I call the ultimate customer service story, where I literally followed my intuition and nudges from the universe to save a client's employee from drowning in their private lake in the middle of nowhere and was nearly beaten and drowned to death. And it was one of those things I came out of like a very different person, although I didn't know what that meant at the time. And I do believe there's some cosmic divine plan, even though we don't always like it. But that experience taught me I carried trauma my whole life and didn't know it because when I was eight, I saved my brother from drowning in a pool and he was three and I just didn't. So that keeping the muscle memories when I was mm. eight. Yeah. And then that experience taught me like, here's your opportunity to have to heal from both of them. Wow. So I was, I was in a spiritual crisis, you could say, yeah. an opportunity. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I went to the information in my hands to kind of get some type of um, understanding of what did it take to survive and help another person. And everything that helped me and the other person was every single thing I had disowned and undervalued about myself when they were really my superpowers. And it was all in my hands. And I thought, oh, this just isn't fun, like party stuff. And I really saw the benefit of helping people understand, especially, um, I primarily work with women, but also men too, of where we hide out. Mm. We hide out our sometimes our best parts and we edit it out and then we feel disconnected is because we've disconnected ourselves from ourselves. And so I decided to study hands. Wow. Because like you know, life is short and oh. you never know. Oh my goodness. So really the for you and for all of the people that you work with, this is and for everybody, the the whole goal really is to stay in alignment with spirit. And this is one amazing way to really have a really deep understanding of you, your history, whatever it is that you've experienced, and also your, your full potential. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow, wow, wow. So I know when I, when I had the experience with you, first of all, like I said, I've never had that before. And I was so curious. Of course, one of the things back then I was like, okay, I want to know about uh, business. I want to know about love. I want to know about because uh, at that time, my psychic gifts had kind of uh, developed, but they hadn't been maximized. Now they're just off the charts, which is silly to me, insane. But you, you tell tell people about the process of how how you get to their handprint and what do you look for first and what are the sections in somebody's hands and just talk about all that yummy good stuff. Okay. So. How, how do we, how do you, if you work with somebody not in person, because mm -hmm. I know you work with people all over the country. Yes. And potentially all over the world. So what do they do? How, how do they get to you? So uh, they get a handprint kit and they make their handprints um, and they send them back for, to me to analyze and prepare for the session. So for your session, you know, you sent me the prints, yeah. I um, prepared, looked at everything, and you know, there's a whole system and, um, that I go through. So um, your fingerprint patterns are formed in the utero between the uh, 14 and 16 weeks, and they never ever change. So they're with you before birth until death, and everywhere you go, you take them, which just totally fascinates me. Right. Because it identifies your life school, your life purpose, and your life lessons. So it's those, those patterns that we've come to experience that we've also come 
to grow from. Right? And, and I remember you talking, like you would say, okay, well, the pinky represents one thing and the thumbprint represents another. Is there, could you just go over that really quickly? Just Sure, what, yeah. sure. So your thumbs are all about manifesting out uh-huh. in the world. Uh-huh. Um, your index fingers are what's known as Jupiter. It's the power fingers, right? When someone points the finger at you, they're pointing their power at you. The um, middle finger is Saturn, which is the backbone. It's also the middle finger. Literally kind of probably feels like it's given it to you sometimes. Yeah, sure. Of the hand. Um, of, and that's really about values and systems. Um, the ring fingers are about Apollo. It's creative energy. And then the pinkies are all about, um, trust communication. Wow. So they all mean different things. Yes. Um, one thing, can I, do you want me to go over your information? Oh, totally. Yeah. You can tell Uh, everybody, whatever you want. I'm an open book. Okay. Well, one of the things I loved <laughs> reading your stuff, you know, reading your hands and preparing and stuff and also having the session. Cause I yeah. remember one of the first things I said to you was like, it's like, it's like a buffet of life because you literally are in, you have a fingerprint in all four schools, which I can tell you what they are in a, in a minute, but in everything. So it's like you have experience in all, all the schools and I think that probably helps you so much as a therapist, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you live it more than other people. Um, yes. So that is one of the things that I was just like, okay, that totally makes sense. Is that sense. unusual? I mean, do you see that often or is that just special to me? That special. <laughs> that, that's part of your unique design. That's my unique design. Okay. Y'all, yeah. I'm unique. I'm just saying, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it also carries a lot of pressure. Because you feel all those yep. schools, right? So I'm going to yes. go over the schools for everybody that doesn't know what it is. So everybody experiences the four schools on planet Earth to some degree because we're human. We're having this experience. But there's usually one school, maybe two, if you're kind of a high achiever. And you, if you're super achiever, you're going to be in three schools. Um, and that's kind of the umbrella of how you view life. What are the schools of four schools? So the first one, School of Peace, and that's all about being safe in the body and planet Earth. Um, people who are School of Peace are often, um, they want to protect the Earth. They also can be um, adrenaline junkies or so zen out. You're like, oh, do you have a pulse? You know? <laughs> um, School of Wisdom is all about using the mind, using your, you know, um, intellect, And that is the smallest of all the schools because apparently we do not want to use our intellect on planet earth. And then the next one is school love. And that's all about expressing what you feel regardless of the expectations of others, which that's the master path and the student path. We can suppress our feelings. So what's interesting is um, 70% of the world's population is school love and it's water energy. Mm-hmm. And about 70% of the world is water. Right. So those kind of patterns repeat themselves throughout the course of nature. And then the last one is school of service, which is all about air energy. It's about being of joyful service as opposed to the martyrism, the resentment, the obligation that people who are in school of service also experience that if they're not consciously aware of it. Yeah. Got it. Wowza. Isn't this cool, y'all? This is really cool. <laughs> so, so, okay. So 
now when you get to the hands, I know people, uh, I've seen stuff on like for Facebook, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. If you look at your hands and there's a section near your pinky that talks about something and then there's the heart line and marriage line and all of that stuff. What, when people come to you, what, what kind of things do they come to you for? What do they really want to know? And then what, what do you tend to give them the most? I know that's a funny question. I think you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. But what, because I, here's what I know, because you are intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe uh, just from my own experience and then just knowing you is that you do channel uh, for people. And so what, is there a main thing that you end up giving them that they need to hear that they hadn't expected? What, what is your experience? I know everybody's different. Right. What, what kind of things do you tend to share with people that they kind of like didn't, didn't plan on coming in and getting? Okay. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> where, do, where do I begin? I don't so, know. So one of the things is um, the information and the, the science behind it and stuff provides yeah. me the structure and the foundation uh-huh. for me to use my intuition. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of like, I always, talk about here's your life school, here's here's the umbrella, and then we go in the life purpose and the life lesson, because the life lesson is really where you can be blocking your success. Um, um, so I, if it's a first-time reading as opposed to someone who's working with me long-term, I want to get here's here's your core stuff. Yeah. Um, and also just really tune into what do they need to hear today. Mm. And you mentioned one of the things is I attract a lot of empaths, um, so I have a lot of experience with that being the empath and a lot of resistance to owning that and, and, um, in transforming my view about it as opposed to, it's not a weakness, but it's a strength. That oh, so cultivated, is. Right. Yep. Yep. yep right. Yep, yep. And, uh, lots of times I attract people who are like me, right? <laughs> Honey, we all do. Yes. I know. And it's one of those things is they, um, they didn't know they were intuitive. They didn't really know what that was. Right. They didn't trust it. And one of the things, having done enough readings and stuff, is I realized that we are so conditioned to not trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right? When they say, oh, is that what that is? And it's really, it's something that has to be practiced and cultivated. And I still forget, you know, about trusting your own inner voice and what is right and correct for you. Right. So that's that's a lesson that y- your uh, your clients pretty much get across the board is really you, you we have intuition and it's going to be important for you to strengthen that muscle. Yes, great. And it's, and, it, and in many ways, for some of them, it's giving them permission. Permission not that, for permission, that. Permission for that. Permission to own their own design. Permission for things that they may have known and forgot or they didn't think it was like a big deal. I mean, a lot of times uh, people, they're like, oh, I knew that, but I didn't realize the value of it. Why do you think, just even in that, because I know you and I had talked a, a little bit about that, the permission to, to, to own what you already know. I, you know what I find like, and I'm curious what your thoughts are, why, why people normalize these exceptional things? You know, I, I know that when I think about my life and like I told you, I'm an open book with my, my listeners. They, they know so much about me. <laughs> and I just keep telling them, but like 
for example, uh, you know, I, I think about the kinds of things that I've done in, in my life. Um, and even just at the basic, basic uh, point of, of professionally, uh, whether it's having written a book and writing a second one or doing this podcast or seeing my clients and rebranding and growing my business from scratch and like all of these things. Um, and then I think about myself just as a human being. And, and I say this humbly, I'm so proud of myself, but it took me a long time to really be proud and to, and to look at my life and say, you know, I don't, I don't really think I know anybody who's done what I've done and not that it's any better or worse, but it's like, holy shit balls. Wow. So, you know, it, it takes, it takes a lot of, I think, inner strength to own those things and be proud of them without arrogance. What, what comes through when you bring those things up to people, you know, the, the magnificence of them that they've normalized or blown up? What, what comes through for them? What's the message that you need to share with them that they really need to hear? Gosh, that's a great question. And I do I ask get, a couple of those. <laughs> you, no, it's awesome. And it made me think of something about you that I'll get Oh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. No, but, but it's really about who they are is beautiful yeah. and it has meaning and it has purpose. And mm -hmm. even the life lessons, although they can just suck sometimes. They do. They suck big time. Yeah. Big, just big time. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's no sugarcoating that. <laughs> that it's theirs and it's really um, when we diminish ourselves, and this is something I still work on every single freaking day. Um, we diminish our capacity to really con contribute in the way that we're meant to. And I think mm. really one of the things that um, I really feel called to is really help people understand their unique design. Because I always go back to that Albert Einstein quote, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, you know, I don't think it's stupid. I think that's Anne. I might be paraphrasing <laughs> it, but it's really, I think yeah. we're so conditioned and we're, there's so many people who are fish that are trying to be squirrels in the world. And it's really about, you know, there's, there's some sense of relief mm -hmm. in a way that like, Oh, that's why that doesn't work out. Or that's why I still have this call to be creative. And even though my, father told me there's no way I can make a living and you know whatever it is it's about that that yearning that we have inside it's come to be expressed well you know what's interesting I find that when when we're validated by a neutral party somebody who doesn't know us from a hill of beans right all of a sudden there's so much credibility all of a sudden we can consider what we didn't consider before and it sounds like that you're, you're able to do that for people, uh, that, which to me, I think is just so, so cool. So cool. And, and also, you know, and, and I, I, I want the listeners to hear what you're, you're going to tell them about, about me. Um, but there's something recently, I'll, I'll tell you this, uh, and I think I shared this with you when we spoke, uh, but I've shared this with several people since because it's happened to me a lot in the last maybe month or two. Um, I, I feel like uh, soul keeps uh, little nuggets in its pocket. That's what I think. And I think soul's like, okay, well, when, when the time is for me to take it out and give it to you, I will. So I'm going to have different people say different things to you that on a soul level, you're going to so resonate with because it's brought into your conscious awareness. 
y'all, I know this is getting deep, but just follow me. So when it's brought into the conscious awareness, you're like, oh yeah, I kind of knew that. And then all of a sudden your soul's like, there you go. And it's like you come back home. And I feel like you're able to do that with people as well. Remember what you don't know. Remember the future, which is, which is very, very interesting. Uh, but also uh, it, it's confirming for what people already know about themselves. Would you, would you agree with that? That's kind of like what you bring? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, you said it so beautifully, but it, it absolutely. And it's really, a, to me, it's, there's nothing more soul satisfying to see someone take those steps or do claim this part that they previously had thought, Oh, that doesn't have any meaning or whatever it is. So um, I want to get to you. So yeah, what, cool. what, Let's what was really cool is, um, you know, you're doing this podcast and you put out the, you know, message like you're interested in having guests and stuff. And I had to go back and look at, you know, the report I did for you, which is just like, and it just made my heart sing because it's really like you stepping into your life purpose in such a bigger way that, you know, by you choosing to do that, you are impacting so many more people because your, your wisdom and your insight is just so spot on and you present it in such a way that is entertaining. Oh, and good. Just, I mean, it is, it's just <laughs> pure Janice, you know, yeah, right. and it's, it's not, there's no airs about it, you know, but the, but you have the credibility, right? Thanks. So your life purpose, the archetype would be the big shot and the big shot in the best positive way. It's about, you know, results, but results that make a, you know, a soulful difference in the world. That would be um, the master path in the family, in the community and being the visionary leader and stuff. And I know you and I talked about um, someone who has uh, Jupiter, that's the power, the index finger, as part of their life purpose, they can have a lot of resistance to authority figures. And it can be, you know, that's you me. Find, <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's me too, right? All my life. Yeah, so yeah. someone who has that, they can have that all their life pushing against it or, or yeah. saying, I am not a leader. And it's not really until their 40s that they might start to shift. And it could also be in their 50s where it's because we're so in our society culture or, you know, conditioned to what, what is power? Well, power is manipulation and abuse and all the stuff that we see going on in the world. And so there's a part of you probably inside that's going, well, I don't do that. But what is the example of being a leader? Right. And it's really about learning to step into that with like, I'm going to, I'm going to leave from my own space. And for, for me, I have a fingerprint pattern on my right um, index finger, which is called a gamut. So it defies all the identification um, things. So it's like its own unique thing. So when someone has a gamut, they run the gamut, whatever the finger is. And since this is all about power out in the world, I run the gamut. Sometimes I feel completely powerless and sometimes I feel powerful. And so I know the full spectrum of the whole power thing. And I, you know, was raised in a very stern, strict upbringing. I was raised Catholic. I was raised do the right thing, but it was always very suppressive. So it's kind of like, well, I don't want to be a leader, but even though I was always naturally being put in that spot, I wasn't willing to claim it mm. until, you know, now, and I still 
sometimes go, I go back and forth, right? But it's really, for me, the reminder is what's the most powerful energy in the world and it's love. Yes, it is. You know, so if I come from a place and I'm here to serve and do the best as I can from a place of love, that's good. Right. That's, that's why we're all here. Yeah, absolutely. To, to be at that point. So that's really cool. Hope y'all are learning a little bit more about me. (laughs) Well, then can I just uh, say I it's cool? No, I think it's cool. Yeah, because I think that, you know, because you do share so much about who you are and your journey, it helps just to be like, yeah. oh, well, how does this tie into to Janice? So, like, right. your life lesson is really in the palms of your hands, and it's about get ready for this, you know, not trusting your intuition. And right? that's something, y'all. Yeah. Is, yeah. And the master path, but the master path of that is being the spiritual teacher in the world and in the community, which I think you doing this is so like, so spot on. And I think it is just like the coolest thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell y'all when I was coming up, I really, I did have a hard time trusting myself and it wasn't until probably in the last 10 years or so that I really did start to cultivate uh, not only my intuitive muscles, but uh, really learn to, to trust what came through psychically. And uh, there's, there's, there's something beautiful when you just lean into what you intuitively know. And of course, we're not talking about intuition right now. I want to get back to you for sure uh, about anything else that you want to share, but, but trusting yourself intuitively, uh, it just makes life easier. It really, really does. And, and you, uh, you build evidence that allows you to, um, to trust it more the more you trust it. It's, it's kind of like a little crazy eight here, you know, uh, when you start to trust it, you get evidence and it allows you to trust it more and then you get more evidence and, and pretty soon, um, it just becomes the way instead of intellectualizing everything. So I think that's, that's a lovely, lovely point to make, but I want to hear from you what, what you feel like, what have been some of the ahas that when, when people have come to you, and you're, you, maybe you say to yourself, you're like, holy shit balls, I can't believe that they have this thing going on, or mm-hmm. I just channeled that to them, or what have been some of the most outstanding uh, readings you've done, hand analysis? Gosh, they're all unique in their own way. Sure. Um, usually, it's interesting, people give me a, an information that they don't realize they're giving me for the next oh. step. Oh. Um, so I think just, this is just a, a, a simple example is I helped this person actually make her handprints and I really at that time didn't know her, but then I got to know her really well through her doing, analyzing her hands. Sure. And the last thing she said is she handed me the handprints is she says, I love the Long Island medium. And I was like, oh, okay. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> I watch it, you know, and I really, I didn't really care, but it was just an interesting comment. And then I started looking at her hands and I was like, well, of course you do because you have that ability within Mm -hmm. yourself, right? So it's kind of interesting that she was looking outside for something that she didn't realize that she had within her. Is that typical? Do you find that, that that people kind of will have inklings like that, but just not know, not be able to connect the dots until you, you're like, "Um, excuse me, here's the dot connect. It, yeah, it goes either way. They will either deny it 
Yeah. And I was like, they'll deny it right beforehand. And I'm like, uh, no, let's talk about that. <laughs> or they, they give you that piece and then they're like, I am. And so for this particular person is one of the things that she has all these intuitive gifts that again, she didn't really know what it was or whatever. And like you were saying, it's, it's kind of a muscle it's, it's, or it's a relationship. You have to spend time with it. You have to say, I want to have a relationship and build those muscles and start small. And so she's really, really, um, developing those muscles and trusting them in a way that I don't think she has before. And so that is, wow. really, I think is really cool. And so, I mean, it's, that's just a, it's not simple, but it, it impacts her in mm. a great way. And any way that can help someone transform how they view themselves. Fantastic. Yeah. I remember when you and I spoke uh, just a little bit ago, and I didn't remember that you had told me this when you when you did my uh, analysis review, but um, you said that the fingerprints don't change, but the lines on the hands can and do. Can you explain like how that happens and what are some really cool stories if you have any? What What is that about? That's really kind of freaky. Okay, so, that's great. So help us understand that. Okay, that's great. Um, so your fingerprints never change. They're with Why? you. Why? Why? Because Why they're, oh, that's a great question. Look at me. I'm attacking you. Why? Why? I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently spirit places them on your hands. Oh, and cool. I, I don't know. Okay, I can't well, give you we that answer. That. Well, well I can, if I can find that out, cool. but it's partly because it's the map to what you've come to experience. Right. Wowza. And so that's why I think it's so cool is because it identifies you as a unique individual, right? And so it's with you before birth until death cool. and everywhere you go, you take it. So the fact that someone can identify the patterns that was, you know, showed up around the 14 or 16 weeks while you're in your mother's womb, is just to me, there's something divine about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so the lines in your hands, those correlate to your neural pathways of your brain. So how you think and stuff mark your brain as well as your hands. So they can change over the course of your lifetime. And things um, in there can be your heart mind, your love style, your thinking style, um, energy you have, uh, gift markings. Um, those are going to change over the course of your life. Maybe you need more courage or maybe you went through a traumatic experience. You needed extra courage. Um, it, those will change. And some people, once they start looking at their hands, sometimes they come back and they're like, why is this line moving? You know, and then we can have, <laughs> we can have this conversation because, um, this one person that I know, and actually you know her too, is she's like, why does this line keep getting longer? And I was like, well, that's a professional artist line. And are you doing your creative work and putting it out there at the whole thing and getting paid for it? And she's like, well, I'm working on it, you know? <laughs> Very cool. That is, that is, admit, that, y'all, I've heard a lot in my life. I've seen a lot. Uh, my team has shown me a lot of stuff, but that is, it's freaky, but in a good way, I think it's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. So, so can you just go over, uh, where the sections uh, of love and money and health success and some, just some of those areas that you talked about are located on the hand, like what tip people, uh, I keep pointing to for whatever reason to keep guiding me to the 
the pad area underneath my uh, pinky. Uh, the, like, let's start there. What What is that? And what are the parts of the hand where you find the most popular things that you share with people about? Okay. Well, underneath there is, I mean, this is all going to be um, communication. This actually under here, if you have gift markings, those are little lines yeah. that I think you have on both of yours yeah. is called the medical stigmata. Oh. So that's a gift marking, which means you have extra potential talent to you. It's like your soul is calling you to use it. Yeah. And if you're not using it, you could be kicking your butt. So mm -hmm. it's about sharing psychological insight. It's an intuitive gift marking. Got it. Right. So you doing this, you know, and sharing this and being paid for it, for your insight to help people through their transitions would be the master path of it, but it, and the student path. So let me define master path and student path. Master path, it feels good. It feels like an alignment. You're like, yeah, that's awesome. I want that. And the student path is that thing you keep bumping up against that could be causing you pain. It could keep you feeling stuck. So by someone, if they have that gift marking, it's not using their, their intuitive knowing and sharing and being paid for it. They could be suffering from intimacy breakdowns. Um, it, and it can be with themselves, right? Because they're not having that relationship or they're not. Um, and this I think was true for me is because I try to cut out that intuitive knowing that I didn't really have a relationship with it. So I kind of felt like I was stuck. Um, I just had a brain fart. Um, no, you're talking about the, the part on the hand, the gifts and having intuitive knowing and that you tended to push it away uh, versus embrace it. And so that the fact that you denied that you were stuck. So, but once you connected with that, I call it plugging in, mm -hmm. uh, plugging into spirit. Uh, then all of a sudden it sounds like kind of like things opened up for you once you connected with that. Yeah. And I, I have to, I have to always remember to choose that. Yeah. Yeah. To allow right? it for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I was the creative sensitive person and you know, I didn't want to be viewed as create, um, you know, really try to hide my sensitivities, which was hilarious because I didn't do a very good job of yeah. it. You know? Yeah. 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 I kind of know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Learning to embrace them. So one of the things is like I do what's called heartline parties and it's really, it's, introducing people to scientific hand analysis and just going over one part of the, the whole hand, you know, there is the, your whole life isn't the map is in your hand. So your heart line is that major horizontal line that's closest to your um, fingertips, if you will. It's, it's horizontal and it always starts underneath the pinky finger. Y'all, this is the one that goes from the pinky finger kind of up to the other fingers. Right. Okay, and got it. Where it ends determines the heartline style. What so, does that mean? Heartline style. Does that mean how old you're going to be? Heart, no, heart, heartline style is your love styles. Uh, so it's really the love languages in your hands. Ooh. Yeah. That's a bit interesting. Yeah. So there's four main heartline styles. Yeah. And... One is the passionate, one's the big heart, one's the hermit, and one's the romantic idealist. Oh. So they have very different energy, and they have different energy of how they express love and how they express their feelings. And how what was mine? Oh, um, I, remember. I, I, have <laughs> years, I have to look it up. Y'all, I'm being real transparent here. 
Um, That's cool. So I have this note uh, on the right hand side, you have a hermit. <laughs> and then on the left, I was supposed to check in person whether there's a passion or a big heart. So I don't, I don't know. I'm sure we did that when I, we were in person. So what does that, yeah, what, what does that mean, hermit? Because I hermit, yeah. So for me, what does that mean? A hermit, because it's on your right hand and you're left handed, right? Right. Correct. Okay. So your dominant hand is your out in the world hand. So it, you, some people have the same heartline styles and some people have different heartline styles. Mm -hmm. So your, um, did I say that right? Your dominant hand is your out in the world. Your non-dominant hand is your personal side. So the hermit is, um, it's all about freedom. You don't like to feel trapped. Um, you will, you will make decisions based on how you feel, whether or not you feel trapped or not. Does that make sense? Totally. And, but commitments are sacred to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you probably will take a longer time to make a decision because you're assessing things because once you're committed, you're committed. Yep. You know, integrity, um, loyalty are super important to you. Um, you can be loyal beyond reason. Yes. You know, it can come back to bite you. Yes. It um, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know about that. Take, taking big bites in the butt. Yep. Right. Yes. And you, because you're loyal beyond reason, but if there's an integrity breach, you yeah. might break it. Yes. And you may never tell that person, you know, you'd be like, they, they can figure it out themselves, you know? <laughs> and it's really, you need downtime to renew. Yes. And it's not, it's really important. It's, it, it's renewing and not disconnecting, but as a hermit, it's rejuvenating, it's rejuvenating, right? Mm -hmm. But you have, have to remember when it, when does um, renewing become isolation? Sure, sure, sure. Right, because sure. a hermit can definitely isolate. Yeah, you know, because it's like it's about earth. It's earth energy. Yes. Yeah. So, like your environment's important to you. You might be a little territorial about your environment because it's important to you. Right. You know, um, and it's there's a part of you. It's more um, analytical mm -hmm. in expression. You're going to be more emotionally reserved. You can give the shirt off your back to someone, but you might not be there for the accolades and all the hugging and kissing. It's like you go and you go and get the job done. <laughs> oh, she's nailed me. There you go. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So so you have the heart line and then you have uh, what are the what are the other areas on so the hand? The there's the head. Uh, headline how you think okay so I uh, was talking to a client and I just think it, this is a funny example is she on one hand she had a really short headline and one she had a really long deep one so someone who has a short headline is that's how they think they want bullet points they don't want the whole story what's the bottom line I work with people like that they just want the, the bottom line facts yeah. let's go what are you gonna do about it Right. And that, that's, that's how they're designed. So in one respect, she was like, just bottom line it to me. And the other respect, she had this Persephone headline that went deep into her moon zone. So it's all about accessing her intuition, but she has to go within to access that deep intuition. Right. So she started to laugh and she said, she said, you know, um, that totally makes sense to me. She says, because I like to write haiku because it's short, but deep. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Very, very hilarious. Cool. Yes. You know, I have to tell y'all, 
uh, and and we're, I'm going to uh, have Elaine give you her contact information. And, and remember, she does this. It's she could do it remotely wherever you are. And I and I can tell you that I hope you find this interesting. It's fascinating to me. And she told me so much about myself, even just what y'all are hearing a little bit. Some of it is kind of embarrassing to hear. It's kind of like, oh shit, am I really like that? And then it's like, yeah, I kind of am. Uh, and then you have the opportunity to be able to work on these parts of you that maybe you don't necessarily feel like you want to show up as. For example, for me, I know that uh, the hermit piece is very, very true, especially with the work that I do, uh, with all the channeling that I do and all the people I'm around. I have to unplug. I have to. I don't want to be around anybody. I want to talk to anybody. I got to sleep. And, uh, and then by the next week, I'm, I'm doing, doing well. But then there are other times where I know that if I spend too much time by myself, I go stir crazy. So I have to connect. And so it's that balance for me. Um, but I have to tell you, this is probably one of the most important things you could do for yourself is to get this blueprint. Um, I'll call it a blueprint. Maybe that's not how you, you, you would, but for me, it really was this blueprint of, of knowingness that literally y'all it's in your hands. This is the coolest thing. So I highly encourage y'all if y'all, if you feel stuck, if you say to yourself, you know, I don't know what to do with my life, my life purpose, my life lessons, you know, what, what is this history, this pattern of relationships that I keep experiencing. Why is my family so screwed up? Why am I the one that's the resilient one? You know, why do I keep experiencing these kinds of things? And anything else that, that you want to know, Elaine is, is, she really is the go-to lady. She, she could truly help you. And uh, with her gifts, her, her gifts, her intuitive gifts and psychic gifts, she can give you so much more. I, I really, she and I met for a few hours and I just wanted more. And we only went over like one part because, you know, clearly you can hear how chatty I get. So we were talking a lot, but we didn't even get to finish the rest. So she does things in sections and people come back and it's just, y'all promise yourself, you'll give yourself this birthday gift uh, or you'll give it to a friend of yours who, who you'd like to help out, whatever it is. This is truly one of the best things that, and a unique gift you can give. So, so Elaine, Tell me, what is, if, if, if there was one thing that you would want people to know about the importance of having a scientific hand analysis done, what, what would it be? Why, why is it so important? What's, the, what's the, the biggest value that they can get from it? Um, for me, it's really understanding that there is a design. And when I say design, it's like it's it's really helping people understand that who they are and what they've come to experience is not only beautiful and unique, but helping them to use that design to function in the way that it was created to be is to me like the greatest thing. Because when people start, and I include myself and you and all of us, is when we have the courage, even though it's scary, to step out of what we're being conditioned to be and live um, a more soulful design. Yeah. Um, it really, it transforms the world. It transforms their world. And by transforming their world, they transform the world. So it reverberates. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really because I, one of the things is um, 
I think there's so much suffering in the world is because we're trying to be who we're not, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I just wanted to go back and share about um, the 70% of the world is in school of love, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, and, and people with school love, they're here to express their feelings, right? Regardless of the expectations of others, which is scary because they have this loss of love. So what they do, and I'm in school of love and you're in school of love is we, we squash our feelings. And we know it, that has to come out sooner or later, whether in our body or in our actions. And, I and would you consider that accommodating? Just being, a, being accommodating and uh, putting, putting other people's needs first, avoiding uh, discomfort, avoiding yeah. confrontation. Uh, yeah. All that stuff. All that stuff. For me, it was a people pleaser. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, yes. Yeah. And it's really about, I look at all the trauma in the world and it's because people haven't expressed their feelings in a way that's healthy, that it's coming out in the most traumatic way. And it's just, the spillage is just, it's painful. It's painful to witness. Um, I think we come from a society that only values the head, Mm -hmm. you know, so we squash our feelings, but our feelings have value because it's feedback. Sure. You know, and it's, it's how do you express it so you can release it as opposed to, you know, I'm going to stuff my anger and I'm going to drag it everywhere I go. Right. You know, and then sooner or later, it's going to have to come out. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's what I call you either implode, you become depressed or you explode. Yeah. And so people, people always want, you know, they they say, gosh, you know, I just can't get out of this, this depression. And without a doubt, there's energetic connection to it. So you got to be able to complete this incomplete experience of, uh, of whatever pain that you have. Uh, But depression, it really is, it's energy focused inward that's unresolved. Yeah. Okay. And then you have all these people who are very, very aggressive. They can't, can't uh, contain themselves. And so, uh, so they, neither has an adequate management of their feelings. So uh, that, that's, that's amazing what you said for sure. So yeah. I, I want people to know how to get in touch with you because I just really, really want everybody who's listening to have this experience. Just, it's insane. So how, uh, and insane in a good way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean insane weird. I mean, insane good. How, Elaine, can they, can they c- contact you to uh, find out more about this or even uh, get a hand analysis. And also I want you to please uh, just share with them how to connect with your book and also your art because your art is, that is insane. And I mean this all in a good way, insane. So how can they connect with you in all those ways? Okay. Uh, so my uh, email, well, let me give you my uh, website for uh, the hand stuff that I also have my graphic design branding on. It's True You Brand Alchemy. That's True, T-R-U-E-U-Y-O-U, Brand, B-R-A-N-D, Alchemy, A-L-C-H-E-M-Y. So it's True You Brand Alchemy. That's my website. My email Dot com. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, my email is Elaine at True You Brand Alchemy. And my phone number is 404 seven nine eight eight zero eight four and if you want to um linkedin my name is just elaine callahan um so my art i um have been painting food for a number of years and that kind of came from my um 
being diagnosed as celiac, which changed my relationship with food, which changed how I saw healthy food as works of art and very supportive. Um, so you can find that at elainecallahan.com. Great. And then I do have a kid's cookbook that kind of came from the, the, the first art. You know, it was more fun and playful, and it's called Fun Foodie Friends. And it's about helping kids, it's really the, the kid in all of us, is to help them um, have make friends with their fruits and vegetables. So it's just <laughs> fun and whimsical. Do that, yeah. Yeah, well, I know I do. So that is just another thing I do. It's one of those, that's part of my design is I have multiple things that I do on good. It, through hands, because I was a closet artist, even though I've been a design, a graphic designer my entire life, I wouldn't show my art when I realized that's part of my life purpose. It's really been a journey to get me out of the closet. Right. And but it share. feels so good when you're out, doesn't it? Just feels good. It know, does. It's scary. But it's it, scary. At first, yeah. It's scary at first, but, but it just feels so liberating to just finally be who you're meant to. Yeah. And the more that you do that, the better the better it is and the easier it is and uh, the more comfortable you are in your skin and clearly you are. So I, I just love you so much. So, so happy that you're, you're on today. And uh, I know this is just, I know I'm going to hear a lot from the listeners about how cool this is. And so even if, even if you're just curious and just want to have the experience or you really would like some clarity, uh, reach out to Elaine. You will not regret it. It is one of the best investments um, that you can do uh, in your life. So thank you, Elaine, for, for being here. And uh, I hope y'all have enjoyed this. It's been such a pleasure to talk about this. I could keep talking about it. I'm never for a loss of words. Y'all know that. But uh, go ahead and hop on over to iTunes if you found this helpful. Um, go ahead and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, rate and review the podcast and feel free to leave any comments. That'd be super. Uh, also, y'all know that I have a, uh, a free report about the three forces that, uh, that impact your life. Go ahead and register for that. It, it's going to be enlightening to you. Uh, and as always, I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.